You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Starting off this hour is David in Charlotte. Hi, David. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. So great to talk to you. Um, appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Um, so I'm 53, and me and my wife have been following your philosophy for many years. We are through all the baby steps. We have our house paid off just as about two years ago. And we actually have another house, a rental house, that's totally paid for. Um, great. So we also, yeah, it's, it's great. We are very blessed, and um, I have a great business that I love. Um, here's my question. Um, you know, we have IRAs and Roth IRAs. You know, I say we've been following your philosophy, but the only thing that I can't seem to do is keep money in the stock market. I have made many mistakes pulling it out, putting it back in. Um, and you know, we've, it's cost us a lot of money. If I would have just kept it in there, we would have been, you know, we would have had quite a bit more in our IRAs. Now, my question is like, do I really, you know, mentally it's just a problem for me to keep it in there. It's been like, I want to watch it every day, uh, multiple times looking at it. Um, question is, do I really need to have money in the stock market at this point? No, I mean, you could just buy real estate if you want to do that and do whatever you want to do. There's no... There's no uh, mandate that you do this, but I, well, I would challenge you. I would challenge you, David, that I think what you do need to do is you do need to learn how to um, analyze and assess and learn about an investment, and then may be able to make a choice to do that investment or not do that investment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you bought this rental property, right? Yes. Do you fret about it? No. Why? I, we don't. Because it's not something that can go up and down every day. Yes, it is. Value. Well, you're right. Um, I guess it's, it's just it's just different for me. It's a tangible thing. I can see it. Um, I get a rent check every month. Um, but you it, also said a minute ago, you also said a minute ago that if you'd left the money in the market, you would have a lot more now. That's true. Okay. So here's the thing. It, it's always interesting to me that the, the biggest difference in real estate uh, in actual fact is that it is tangible, that you can walk over there and touch the bricks and mortar and, you know, you see if there's weeds in the yard or whatever. Right. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does give us an emotional comfort that is a reasonable observation. OK, mm-hmm. but what real estate does not do that's different than stock is there is zero guarantees. The only reason that we become emotionally comfortable with real estate is because we are more intimately familiar with its history, with its track record, because we grew up with it. We grew up in that neighborhood. We've been around that neighborhood 20 years, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of go, well, houses in that neighborhood go up. And even if there was a bump in the road and it went down a little bit, I'm not going to panic because generally houses in that neighborhood are are worth a lot more than they were 20 years ago. And I'm just, even though that might have been a weekly or a monthly thing or even an annual thing where it was a little soft or a little bad, no need to panic because I'm good with the long-term track record, right? Mm-hmm. I would challenge you that you should be able to do the same thing with the stock market. 
Now, if you don't want to, I'm not going to be mad at you, but this is an intellectual mm-hmm. exercise. In other words, learning something new that you don't know today. Because if you could internalize the historical data on the stock market by sitting with a smart investor pro and learning and looking at this i've got one mutual fund that's 80 something years old it's only had like 10 or 15 down years out of 80 years it's got a 12.2 average annual return for 80 years that's more safe than your rental house right statistically mathematically right but you got to get that down in your heart so you quit looking at the freaking charts every day. I don't look at right. my mutual funds any more often than I look at my real estate. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying idea. to say you're stupid for not doing this. If you can't get comfortable, stop doing it. Okay. But mm-hmm. I think as a part of your personal growth plan, you demanding of yourself that you learn something new would be you just need to study this market a little bit, this market, this stock market thing a little bit more. So if you want to pull it out and say, I'm not going in for three more years, but I am going to meet with my Smart Investor Pro who has the heart of a teacher, and I'm going to get comfortable because of knowledge. Uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge, the Bible says. Mm. So it's just knowledge gives you calmness. Yeah, on top of the perspective of looking back at the stock market for 40 years and going, oh, the S&P 500, some serious appreciation there with just a few dips. I feel good about this over the long term. So we talk about how the only people that get hurt on the roller coaster are the ones who jump off early. And you jumped off early a whole bunch of times, and that hurt, and you don't want to go back on that roller coaster. But like Dave's saying, if you meet with a Smart Investor Pro and they outline all this for you, you're going to go... Okay, I feel good about getting that Roth IRA back up and going, investing in good growth stock mutual funds, diversified across four types. We're not talking about single stocks that are super volatile. I agree, don't do that. But if you're talking about the stock market in general, it's a safe bet over the long term. Yeah. So, you know, here's the thing, David. If you are 100% going to jump in and out of it, stop doing it because you're going to lose money. Okay? Just stop, stop and go on and do something else you know, and go buy some real estate and there. But I, I just, when I bump into something like that, there's two kinds of fear that we all have, me included. I have fear of things that I should be afraid of. I don't need to touch a hot stove. I don't need to stand in the middle of the interstate with 18 wheelers coming by. Okay. There, that's a, that's a good fear. It saves your life because the data that around that fear is that you know, if you're not afraid, you're going to get killed, okay, or burned or whatever, right? So, but the other kind of fear is false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R, okay? And, and that is, I just don't know yet. It's like the first time I, I'll never forget, and I've told this story on the air a hundred times, my dad gives me the keys to the car. That was dumber than a rock. I was 12 years old, said, so move the car around back. Well, it was a long time ago. We had gravel driveway. So I got in the car, 12 years old, started the car, and stepped on the accelerator all the way to the floor. Oh, boy. I just about dug a ditch in the driveway with those back tires spinning on that gravel driveway. Because I didn't have any idea what I was doing. And, and, you know, when you first learn to drive, you're freaking out because you don't know what you're doing. But now you drive with your knees and people put on their makeup and eat and do calculations and check their Twitter account while they're driving. Dave, I think you still drive like that 12-year-old. You're burning rubber. I've seen you. (laughs) Well, that boy lives inside of me. I can tell you that. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 